day of the week. Wet and cush. Make that pullout game. Week. Four, three. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Wade's World Fantasy Football Podcast. Your host, Wade Riley, two-time champion, God's gift to fantasy football, alongside Danny, the stat boy Hudson, of course, also two-time champion, soon to be three. <laughs> Danny, how are you doing today? <laughs> I like your, I like that. Those are kind words. <laughs> yeah, it's, I, uh, we're doing good. We're doing good. We had a good Thanksgiving. Um Got to watch a little bit of football on Thanksgiving Day, but got to go and see some family, see see the great grandparents and that kind of thing. So it was good. As far as fantasy football though goes, I I decided earlier that I'm in that uh, what is it? They have the the five stages of grief, and I I've hit uh-huh. the I've hit that acceptance phase where where I where I realized that like even if I just make it to the playoffs, bro that the team really isn't that good enough to win. So whether I get knocked out now or I make it to the playoffs at this point, I've just kind of accepted my fate. <laughs> yeah, no, you, you've hit, a, you've hit a, a, you know, a trying time with your team. Uh, I do appreciate you letting me go out with a win. Well, you have, one more, you have one more week. Oh, I know that. Oh. But, you know, Who's to say? I could have ended with a six-game, seven-game losing streak. You know. <laughs> well, you I know, wanted to. I wanted to help out. You know, give you a little bit of a little bit of inspiration going into next year. Well, I appreciate that. I feel I felt really good about my team. I felt it was a good team for my drafting category. I felt I made some solid moves over the course of the the, the season, and I scored a lot of points. We've talked about that. I've scored a lot of points, but. Also, I have had a lot of points scored against me, you know, <laughs> relative to everybody else. So just wasn't my year. Sometimes you need a little bit of luck. I felt the strategy was solid. I was happy with that. No one's getting fired uh, fired this year. We'll just we'll just see. We just got to improve and see if we do better next year. You're three and nine and no one's going to get fired? Um, that's true. Okay, must have set that bar really low. Well, no, no, no. That's what I'm saying. I think if you go off of points, and what we could get into this, but if you go off (laughs) points in our league, right? Then we'll be, we'll, you know, it's a different, it's a different setting, it's a different position we'd be in. For instance, okay. A 1,123 points. If you put that up against the rest of the the league, I am in fifth place going into the playoffs pretty strongly. Okay. If you put up points against 1,268, I am number, of course, number one. Thank you, everybody, for bringing me your best team. Of the season. Hey, you're only yeah. ahead of me by like 20 points in that category now. That it? Oh, I hear you on yeah. that. Yeah, I hear you on that. I'm only ahead of. Uh, there's a couple in the 1200s. Um, only two others in the 1200s. One of yours being one. TWA being the other one, which we've talked about too, is is partially to his score, but he's on a he's on a great winning streak. But yeah, no one's touching 1268. No. 
especially the 1268 1123 combo. Well, you'll be at uh you'll be at what 13 about 13:30 after this week. Yeah. So cuz since it's it's Wednesday and they still haven't because they had a game earlier in the day. So, yeah. which I think, I think waivers. So for everyone who's listening tomorrow morning, I believe waivers don't clear until Friday because there is also no Thursday game this week. Oh, oh yeah. That's good to know. Yeah. So, so not, it's not like everybody's scrambling to try to get waiver picks and stuff like that in today. Right. All right. Well, there you have it. Um, let's give a, so well, let's, let's, we got a little, little on target there of what we'll get into with everyone's team for sure. Let's go over last week's numbers real quick um, because we got to, we got to get ready and talk about the playoffs here. Yeah. Wrapping up the only one week left. Yeah. So let's, let's go through uh, this. I guess the last week slash this week's it just ended. We had a, a big time show off between our, our podcast crew here, Coffees for Closers, your very own Wade Riley versus the Untouchables. Uh, myself, Coffees for Closers, was on a five game losing streak. Horrible, <laughs> horrible, horrible. Uh, I felt bad. Um, well, and Danny uh, threw out his, his uh, B, maybe C squad. It's all I got left. It's all I got left. 67 and a half points of my <laughs> consistent at least above 90. Uh, 93 points for me. Derrick Henry did go off having a great uh, a great day. Hard to win against that kind of day. Uh, and I took it down, but it was it's really the only thing I did was hurt my uh, podcast partner in crime here uh, and, and uh, otherwise, he would have sealed the deal on the playoffs. Yeah, you, you but, put me in a you put me in a rough spot, Wade. <laughs> one thing we don't do, and I think it is obvious, there is zero collusion here. <laughs> on this Unlike some of uh, the other bros, I don't know. I mean, I'm thinking. <laughs> I think at this point, Buckley may have known that James Conner was going to get COVID, and so Buckley right. was like, "I got to get rid of this guy." That could be. That is more than likely true. <laughs> All right, let's move on quickly here. We got to go. Well, hold on, hold on. Sorry, right. before you before you go into this, uh, I know this this comment is specifically for Mark because I know he loves it when we talk about other leagues. But I started Derek Carr in this league, got me two points, and then the other in the other league he got me negative point five. <laughs> so between. So wow! Between, between Derek Carr and two leagues, it was one point five points. <laughs> That's an interesting discrepancy in how points are calculated. Yeah, I think two, two. I think Jack does it one point for every twenty yards, and I think Crotch does like one point every thirty yards or something like that. It's it's something yeah. to do with the yardage. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, Crouch is a stickler with making it difficult to score points. <laughs> his goal, his goal is to to make everyone score par. That's what he wants. Yeah. So he wants everyone to be at seventy two. <laughs> yeah, no, that is true. That's true. Well, there you have it. Yeah, um, and, and Antonio Brown sucks. That's been well established. Yeah, well established. Did he? But he did. He did okay this week, didn't he? Well, I mean, if you call one point okay, I mean, I guess he did okay for you. Oh no, I must have been thinking of someone else. AJ, yeah. you're thinking of AJ Brown. AJ Brown did good. Ah, there you go. Yeah, there you go. Yep. 
And then I think everybody else on my team, I don't even know. I stopped paying attention. <laughs> yeah, AJ Brown really kind of carried that sixty. Yeah, I've got thing. like I've got like IR people. I got like out people. I got COVID people. I got like I got I got the whole gamut. <laughs> yeah. No, that's yeah. It was a difficult week, but like it, you know, it didn't mean anything to me. Just to to at least not go out on a seven game losing streak. Oh yeah. Straight. Well, so that was a lot. But. And I and I know. I mean, you know, at, at the same time, Derek Henry put up. Still, I mean, I mean, anytime you're going to get a, a production like that from from a single player, it, it's always going to put you in a good spot. So, oh, yeah. you know, it, it is it is what it is. I, I laughed about it once. Once Henry got like, I think it was up to like 130 or 140 yards and two touchdowns. I think that's when I sent you like that pre-congratulations or something like that. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) It was a big time day. Three touchdowns, over 150 yards. That was a big time day. All right, let's move it on. We got to get through this. Yeah, let's do it. All right, so we got P squared versus no more Mr. Nice Guy. Uh, Wow. And I tell you what, if we would have had a Thanksgiving show, I would have gotten this one wrong. No more Mr. Nice Guy, or a very good friend of the show, uh, Will Buckley, just absolutely dominates one of the best teams in the in the Burgundy League, the best team in the Burgundy League, um, P squared, with 123 and a half points to his 87 and a half hard to beat 123 and a half points, but we've seen Papa Fong do that multiple times this year. Where do you think the breakdown happened here? Well, I think, uh, I think a lot of it has to do with Papa Fong. You know, he, he likes to talk about his stack, right. With, with Tyler Lockett and with Russell Wilson, but very true. He does rely on that a lot. Yeah. And, but I believe that, uh, this season Tyler Lockett has had five games of less than 50 yards. And so this is one of those games, you know, Russell Wilson puts up 16 and Tyler Lockett gets two. Um, Which Russell Wilson compared to his average, that is quite low. Right. Right. Which DK, Uh, I mean, DK Metcalf had a good day. Um, yeah. You know, so it just it, it's one of those things where you live by the stack, you die by the stack. If if that if, is if true. Lockett comes out and puts up thirty points, then then Papa Fong and P squared super team is basically guaranteed to win. Um yeah. but if he comes out and he puts up two, you know, then then it's a different story. Yeah, and I also feel I feel like Mozart when he's been playing, when he hasn't been hurt. He, he has certainly gotten to double digits more often than not, and he did not. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah, there's that's that's true. And 87 and a half points is is just slightly off, like what I would say a good score, uh, you know, or an average score. But except that's not Papa Fong's average. Right. Papa Fong's average is is considerably higher. Right. Right. right so right. very interesting. Very interesting to have a three and eight team take down the number one Burgundy uh, team uh, for this week, but uh, nonetheless, you know that's why they play the game. Oh, here is another great shootout. Uh, we have TWA uh, sitting at four and seven going against Shooting Crafts at the Bellagio, of course. Uh, if you tuned in from a few weeks ago, that is Mark's new name. 
Um, we are always encouraging people to change their names <laughs> as often as possible. <laughs> it is my favorite thing to do. <laughs> so we got TWA putting up a whopping 151 points to Mark Abrams. 97, 97, respectable score, uh, not you know, not winning any uh, crazy scoring awards there, but certainly a winnable score, but not when your opponent puts up 151 points, by the way, with a negative one point from their defense. Uh, how do you think this one unfolded? Oh, wait, there it is. Tyreek Hill, everybody, yep. is on TWA putting up a wide receiver putting up a, over a, over 50 points with 52 and a half points. Yeah. An incredible showing. If you watch the game, it was all Tyreek Hill. It, um, and then, of course, Deshaun Watson putting up 40 points is, uh, is certainly a notable accomplishment. A great day. Uh, AP, our, our, our oldest player um, you know, on the roster, putting up 17 and a half points. All very great things that we would normally be talking about, but Tyreek Hill, everybody, incredible. Yeah, I believe uh, I was reading that. I think that that was the fourth highest wide receiver performance in the history of fantasy football. Oh, I'm surprised it's four. I think uh, I think Jerry Rice had the record. I, I don't remember if it was PPR or, or standard. I'll, I'll, I'll assume it was standard, but I think it was like low 60s. I think he had a game in like, 1997 or something like that that was like 63 points or something insane but wow. yeah 50 52 and i and i'm and i'm pretty sure he that was the, when they were tracking it manually oh yeah, yeah. oh yeah. yeah 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 whenever people had when people had to check stats by using the newspaper the newspaper yeah, yeah. <laughs> for um, the for the young listeners out there a newspaper is what people used to get Generally News. delivered to their house on a daily basis, daily. and that's how you yeah. had to check sports stats. Yes, no. <laughs> uh, it, just an, an incredible, an, an incredible showing here. Um, we have, let's see, thirteen receptions, two hundred sixty-nine yards, three TDs, and I was hoping it was going to tell me it's the longest of the of the three TDs, but I didn't. I don't see that right offhand. But I know there was a bomb in. There. Yeah, I think one of them was like forty nine or fifty yards. Yeah, I thought it was fifty. I'm yeah. sure Scott's probably going to listen to this and go, "This guy is a complete moron and has no idea what he's talking about." Who? <laughs> Scott. Why would he say that? Because Scott seems to know all of these weirdo facts where, like. Somehow he manages to have two in kids a, and know everything. <laughs> like, you know, in a, yeah, but that's in a text message string where he has Google clearly on his device. <laughs> that is true. We're recording live. I am Damn. almost certain that he did not know the price of Bitcoin until he looked it up. <laughs> but of course, he looked it up in screenshot. I know. I know. Yeah. Well, no, he's actually gonna he's gonna let us know tomorrow that he actually has a half dozen Bitcoin and he's been invested in cryptocurrency for years. <laughs> um, yeah, that's where it's at. Is the grip. Uh, all right, let's move on quickly. We've got Jacksonville Crackers. Uh, with Juju, know what you're talking about. This matchup, Jacksonville Crackers sitting at six and five going into this week. Juju at five and six going into this week. Critical game, incredible. Um, 
just decided tonight, by the way, by a half a point, everybody, um, from tonight's matchup, from tonight's game. This could determine the playoffs. Obviously, now they are indeed tied at six and six, as many others will be. And I, I don't know. This has happened all so fast. I think the scores were underperforming. Um, it, but it came down to the wire for both of them. Interesting. You don't see this too often with two teams per, you know, that should have scored a good 20 points higher uh, come down to the wire like this by a, a half a point. You just don't see that very often. But incredible. Anything can happen in Week 12, everybody. Yeah, I think uh, I think both teams have some wild cards. And by that, I mean, like, big question marks. So, for yeah. example, Crotch started Goff over Taysom Hill because you just don't you just don't know what kind of Hill was going to be capable of doing. And, you know, he started Chase Edmonds. Um, he wasn't sure over Jamal Williams. Again, kind of another question mark. And then Juju was the same way. You know, he started, I don't know exactly why he started Evan or he benched Evans over Beasley or Williams, but chances are their projections were probably all pretty close. And so you, you know, you throw some shit at the wall and hope something sticks. And this week it didn't really stick, you know, for either of them. Yeah, that is interesting. The Evans decision over Beasley is interesting. I don't think you would, I would always go Evans. I mean, Beasley is, I mean, Evans is a number one wide receiver. Uh, Beasley is not. I mean, I would have thought the, the, the Tampa Bay Kansas City game would have been more of a shootout, in which, in which case you would think that Evans would have a more likely chance of over, you know, scoring compared to, yeah. to his projection. Um, the ceiling would be higher, for right. sure. Or at least, or I mean, maybe even a higher floor as well. Uh, yeah. But I mean, if you look at the projections, I mean, they're all within a point and a half. And so maybe uh, well, maybe Juju I, just got his gut and his gut said, go with you I know wanna, Beasley. Yeah. And I want everyone to, to understand this. OK, this is something that is very closely uh, known in the world of fantasy football. But people like you and I, Danny, we know this. These projections that they put can be very accurate for every, for every position except wide receiver, I feel like. Um, I don't know. I think wide, running back, I think running back tends to be pretty bad too. Uh, running back is bad for non-starting running backs. But for starting <laughs> running backs, they do, a, oh, I always tell them a decent job. Um, for wide receivers, basically they're like, you know what? Let's mark it like everyone's going to score a touchdown potentially <laughs> yeah. and forty yards. Yeah, they're so, just they just put everyone in tiers. The top tier, we'll have, the top tier, like, you're going to get thirteen points. The next tier, you're going to get eleven. The tier after that, you're you're nine and a half. <laughs> well, and you have, so you have basically you have ninety percent of the wide receivers in the league projected between. Six and a half and eight and a half points. <laughs> yeah. That's how they fucking do it. So don't look at the wide receiver. What you need to do is your research. You need to listen to the podcast. You need to get your information here. Don't do that. Either. Don't do, just, yeah, don't do don't that. Do, 
<laughs> just do your own reading, please. Yeah, um, or or but, just or just you know whoever has the, the coolest name, start that guy. There you go. There you <laughs> go. But that's that's what went down there. We got to move on. We got to be quicker. I don't know what's happening. All right, with that, so last one here: Washington Moonshiners versus Short Bus All Stars. Ah, oh, you know, both very big. By the way, Commissioner. Uh, wrote me the other day how how fine of a job we are doing. Um, Danny, I don't know if you got that message from him, but uh, we have Washington Moonshiners run by, of course, our very own commissioner, Jack Cat, a uh, huge fan, and Short Bus All-Stars, obviously one of the greatest, greatest statisticians uh, around, according to our own very, our very own stat boy here. Um, they're... Eight and three, seven and four, so very high quality t- teams here. First in gold division, Washington Moonshiners against Short Bus All Star, second in the gold division. And Washington Moonshiners puts up 146 and a half points to his 119. 119, very winnable score. Doesn't happen. Patrick Mahomes goes off on Tampa Bay early. Uh, it captures 43 and a half points. An amazing showing there. Um, we have combined that with a rare, very rare, over 20-point Jacksonville Jaguar player showing with Robinson um, among double digits from one, two, three, four, five, six others, even his defense and kicker. When you have not only when you have every player scoring double digits in your lineup except one, <coughs> and one of those scores over twenty, and an, and the other one score and another one scores over forty, you are going to win the game, folks. So doesn't matter. Also, to, to a, a stat correction, uh, the running back for Jacksonville that you referenced about being rare scoring over 20 points he has actually scored over 20 points on about 30 percent of the games this year okay which makes it rarer than not <laughs> yeah, but uh, that's very all. impressive that's almost Second, one out of three <laughs> secondly danny what i said was not that he was rare in scoring over 20 points but that a jacksonville jaguar player scored oh, over 20 oh, points oh i apologize that i'm exactly i apologize and then if you throw that 30% out the window, that's probably still 3%. Yeah, so, I, I would be surprised if any other, maybe maybe Chark in a game here or there or, or a random flute game. I, I would be surprised if, if, if he didn't own 75% of the games of Jacksonville players over 20 points. Oh, I, I yeah, could be I, hot. Yeah. yeah. So, all right. All right. That's fair. We're on the same page. That's, that's where I was going. Yeah, then uh, we're good there. Scott's team did very well. Little bit in in some inconsistencies here with some low scoring. Just couldn't match up with it. Was just a dominating week by Washington Moonshiners. But overall, he had a great lineup. I feel confident in his ability to move forward into the playoffs and do well into those playoffs. But just not wasn't his week. But that's not going to really affect him. He can shake it off and get get through that. Well, he will lose. He'll lose Fuller for the rest of the season, and so well, and so he'll have to kind of choose between Crowder or Juju. I guess he could choose between between Ronald Jones as well at his flex. 
but he also may lose Josh Jacobs this week because he's hurt. So it, while I, I agree, I think short bus all-stars will be fine getting into the playoffs and everything, but I think he's he's not in the same position that he was two or three weeks ago where he was looking like like the dominant player. I, yeah, no, I, I hear you. I hear you with that. I think he can make adjustments for Jacobs. I mean, Jacobs only scored him two points, which he lost, but he still scored 119. Um, Fuller, that's a loss there. Yeah. That is a loss for sure. Um, but Jones scored 16 points this week against Kansas City. I don't think you're going to see the consistency you're looking for. Yeah, you like talking about Jones. consistency. I do. You know I like talking about <laughs> uh, Crowder might as well be replaced by a kicker. I, <laughs> if you can put a kicker in flex, can you do that? No, don't you don't know. need another kicker, Scott. You got the you got the only kicker you need. With 21 <laughs> points, I know. Incredible <laughs> kicker. What an athlete. All right, let's move on. I'm getting tired yep. of last week's. <laughs> let's. So we have this week's standing. But I'm not going to talk about the the points as far as other than the, the all of the teams that are going to be 6 and 6. Okay. Because because right. that's when points are going to matter. Guys like Papa Fong and Scott, right. and those guys are you those know, guys are fine. Those guys are jerks. <laughs> they, they are jerks. <laughs> I scored just as many points as those guys. <laughs> They just, no one showed up to play against them. You know, yeah. all the flavors of the rainbow, and you chose to be salty. Yeah, what, what else What else would you expect here? <laughs> That's, you're right. That's a good point. I don't have anything else. But yeah, so as far as the standings go, Washington Moonshiners is in commanding control of the gold division. He'll be 9-3 and three after, this, after this update. Scott will still be in second. At six and five, I mean, it's at seven and five. But this is correct me if I'm wrong. This is um, we're talking about the division that is like triple A compared to MLB. Correct. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. The lower level. Right. 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 Yep. And then uh, shooting crafts of the Bellagio is going to be six and six, and then Team Whoopass is going to be five and seven, and then No More Mister Nice Guys is going to be four and eight. And then over in the Burgundy Division, Major League Baseball, we're going to have Papa Fong at 8-4. and four, And then we're going to have the Untouchables at 6-6. Six and six. We're going to have Jacksonville Crackers at 6-6. Six and six. And then we're going to have Juju at 6-6. Six and six. And then Coffees for Closers at 3-9. and nine. So the way it stands right now is it's Washington Moonshiners, Papa Fong, Short Bus All-Stars, basically locked for the playoffs. Definitely in. But then, so you've got five other teams. That with, are, a, with a, with a, uh, the two top ones with a, one having a three game lead over the questionable ones, right? And um, the other one having a two-game lead. Right. The, the, right. The, yeah. And so right now it's looking like Papa Fong and Washington Moonshiners will finish one and two and get the buys. Um, but yes. for the last three spots, there's going to be five teams that are vying for that spot. And so 
If TWI... The last three, say that again, the last three spots will have five teams fighting for them. Right. And yeah. four of these teams are playing each other this week. Ooh, and so... What a, what a final week we have to... To, to go into wow. yeah so it's it's gonna be interesting so and as so as of right now um i'll still be in the points lead of that pack um with about 1280 points um and then surprisingly enough or unsurprisingly enough twa who's at five and seven so if he's so he's gotta win so he's gotta win this right. week and and there's a and there's a decent chance because of his points because he'll actually be at he's he scored 150 and he was at so he'll be at like 1260 so he'll only be like 20 points behind me right um, but, but keep in mind I mean he's going against a tough tough opponent right here right and and the hottest one going into this week going into the playoff right right right, right, yeah. right. so yeah. so he so he needs some help. Um, and then, uh, and then Mark is the lowest scoring team. So he basically needs to win. If he doesn't win, unless he, unless he manages to lose like 190 to 180, he's going to need, he's going to need some help. And he's, I don't understand is how Mark has 971 points scored. And nine hundred and forty-eight points against. Yeah, and yeah. he's and he has a shot to get into the playoffs. Like yeah, that that right there, the fact that one okay, you have two extremely low numbers on both sides. The luck that takes mm-hmm. is incredible. But that's what we talked about, right? It, the game takes luck. We know that. Everyone knows that. Yep. Adam. Adam Crouch himself has said it, people. You know it's true. Um, yeah, he's like Abraham Lincoln. He, can, he can't tell a lie. He cannot tell a lie. No, sir, Reba. Yeah, he chopped down that cherry tree. He did chop it down. <laughs> uh, that, 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 exactly there. Uh, but, you know, that. so he's, you know, when you look, when you need a little bit, you can build off of, that would be an incredible story right yeah. here. Yeah. If he can make the playoffs and do something. Right. Now I'm playing against Juju, and I've got a lot more points than he does. Tons more. But yeah. if if he wins, then then he'll be in, and then I'll still have a shot because of points. But I'm but it, it's not well, looking good. Let's, Danny, let paint the picture here a little bit, okay? Okay. So with these teams that are the five teams fighting for three spots. The records are for what is the record that would get you in comparatively to what um, you have borderline to fight for the the, the spot. So is it seven and um, so two six? teams? So two teams will be seven and six. Okay, there you go. Yeah, Let's spell it out. So that'll give us five. That'll give us five teams in. Yeah, in. So two with seven. seven and six. So there's going to be one spot left that a six and seven team is, is going to get in. <laughs> based on the point. Based, based on off the of point. the points. Right. Wonderful. Right. Wonderful. I think and everyone 
everyone has the picture. Now. Yeah, and okay. so the way it stands right now, if I put up a decent amount of points, say, you know, I'll say 90, uh, I've got a decent shot of being able to get in at six and seven. Otherwise, Jacksonville Crackers has the next best chance if he loses to get in at six and seven because he's got the second most scored points in the six and six group. So myself and Jacksonville Crackers, we have a chance depending upon how it plays out if we lose. If Juju loses, he's out. He won't have a shot. If Mark loses, he won't really have a shot. Um, Unless Mike loses. Hold on. And that's interesting because Jacksonville Crackers is playing Mark, shooting craps at the Bellagio. So that could turn out where it from that game, both could statistically make correct yeah if i win well yeah if mike loses and i win and regardless then of that game both of them have a chance to get in like they can get they can get in if i if i win and mike loses then jacksonville crackers and mark both of them should be able to get in yeah there's a lot of moving parts with this no actually that is incorrect Okay. Because if Mark loses and Juju loses, both of them will be six and seven, and Juju has more points scored. Okay. Yeah. So basically, basically, Mark and Mike both need to win. Okay, Mark does need to win. Right. But then Adam, if Mark wins, Adam could still make. Correct. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. So, needless to say, there's a lot of there's now, a lot of shit on, going on. Now, if Coffee's for Closers perhaps beats Papa Fong, <laughs> does Coffee's for Closers get it? I mean, maybe if we redraft. Okay. Let's, <laughs> we'll, we'll table that redrafting discussion. Yeah. Yeah, all right. No, I don't, uh, I don't think you or no, or no More Mr. Nice Guys have a shot. You guys are not in the conversation. Now, if we changed the rules and went solely off points four, uh, we would, I would think coffees with closers would, would get there. You're close. Yeah. You're, you're, you're on the bubble at that point. I am definitely probably number three. Yeah. You, you would not, you would not be number three. I would be damn near number three. <laughs> you would be, you would probably be four pretty close to five. It would most certainly be probably easily four well so right now you are five and twa if i'm looking at this correctly will pass you after this week for point score so that would actually bump you to six well yeah yeah. (laughs) all right let's move on let's move on uh okay so i yeah, I like this. So this is pretty incredible here. So what are you thinking? I mean, prediction-wise, uh, this is impossible to to yeah impossible impossible to predict from a playoff standpoint. I still want to go through certainly break down 
these individual games this week that might lead us to some kind yeah. of idea? I think I think if you're Scott, right, because I'm picturing Scott right now finishing in the third spot, which means he'll have to play week 14, and which means he'll be in the third spot having to play the sixth right. seed. <laughs> My guess is is that he would want it to work out somehow to where he is playing against either me or Mark. Because I think right now, Mark and I, both of our teams would basically be limping into the playoffs without without much of a chance. Um, whereas I think if something happens with Adam, and Adam gets a couple of his guys back, like Julio, and then maybe maybe McCaffrey... You know, he could be pretty dangerous in that sixth spot. And so I think Scott's kind of hoping for it to work out to where either Mark or myself is in uh, is in that sixth spot. He probably would, you know, he'd be a little bit more nervous playing Mike. Obviously, Mike's team is is really catching on right now. Um, so so if I'm Scott, I'm, I'm pulling for me and Mark to get that uh, to get that that sixth spot. Yeah, I hear what you're saying with your team you know i i would easily like earlier in the the season it i would say no no you would easily play mark's team before your team but unfortunately you have also you just every week it seems like you're decimated you know so your team i, I hate to say this danny but your team is probably falling apart like who he's rooting for to get to that spot. Oh yeah, no, I get um, it. Over, over any, over any of them. Um, so I, I, I don't think. However, this shakes out, you have any sort of a chance of moving <laughs> right, forward. Right. Um, well, that's what I said earlier. I, I'm in that acceptance I, you did phase. Say that, but now <laughs> that we're like now, as you're fellow podcaster i'm accepting it as well i was a little behind <laughs> you in fact, uh, because i i'd like to put a, a victory you know to our name here yeah besides the four we already have i'd like that that fifth yeah that elusive fifth one. title we we just we have so many but we need we more. just need we need more yeah i mean i'm yeah. greedy we have to get more yeah um this year, if we went by a point standard, I could potentially have done it. I just can't do it right now. Um, <laughs> so what we need to do <laughs> is uh, we need it. We probably need to shake this year off and move on to next. But for everyone's breakdown, let's break this down. So we got a lot of things happening. Should we move to the 13-week individual breakdowns? Yeah. To let's, see let's do where, that. where the meaningful stuff is about to happen? Yep. Um, I'll get through some of this stuff pretty quickly that maybe we would say isn't as meaningful. Example number one, Papa Fong uh, sitting at eight and three. Eight and four, if you include this week that hasn't been updated. Uh, going against uh, a, an outstanding, incredible scoring <laughs> team, coffee for closers. Uh, although weak, um, weak. Uh, what do you call it, record here? Sitting at three and nine. Uh, 
I'm going to have to give this one to Coffee's, excuse me, this <laughs> book, Papa Fong's. There's a couple pieces with uh, Coffee's for Closers team. I don't know if anyone's looking currently at their computer right now as we speak. I am. Okay, great. Um, <laughs> but interestingly enough, there's, uh, you know, for for this upcoming week, uh, we have a couple buys at an uncertain time for in the wide receiver crew, um, Tampa Bay and Carolina being one with not very many options uh, <laughs> that are going to be high scoring. So it just, we'll just rack that one up to pop a <laughs> Um you're going to need to make some, wa- some waiver moves this week. <laughs> some waiver moves Yes, looking at that. And uh, we got Jacksonville Crackers sitting at, remind me now, he did. So both of these teams are 6-6. Six and six. Okay, this is one of the 6-6 six and six teams. I need to, this is difficult when they just don't update this the way they need to. Um, all right, so Jacksonville Crackers lost this week. Both teams are Six and six. He's going against shooting craps at the Bellagio. That's Mark Abrams' team. Jacksonville Crackers. Um, Of course, Adam. Now we have a prediction that Jacksonville Crackers is an underdog by 16 points. But he does have an empty slot and his two empty slots, a kicker and a running back in his lineup. If we break down to bench, where he could be, he's a lot of people out. He should get Julio back. Um, Julio will hopefully come back. That would be helpful to you know in in advancing his wide receiver crew. Um, but he's going back, also going up against the Saints, who have a pretty solid defense. So running back wise, though. Yeah, that's more of a crapshoot. Last week he started Edmonds. Yeah, it's going to be a total crapshoot. Absolutely well. And Jonathan Taylor is projected at 11 points, and and he could totally come out and put up three. So, yeah. Yeah, so there is – there's work to do for Adam. Um, You know, when looking at – when looking at Mark's team, interestingly enough, you see a lot more, shall I say, consistency. <laughs> um, not great consistency, but here's the thing. Good consistency. So if you took his lineup right now, they would average 89.25. They're projected at 92.9. Okay. Um, there is questionable decision on on his defense that I would consider risky going against Seattle personally I I, I you know that would be a hesitation there I am gonna give this one to mark for sure because there is too much work that Adam has to do there you go yeah I, I, I think uh, I, I I don't know I mean Goldman's actually been pretty decent Personally, I think that I think Diggs is going to have a good week. I think it's going to be close, but I think you're right. I, I think I'd probably give it. I think I probably would give it to Mark too. 
it's just too much work. I, I mean, if, assuming Julio comes back, it's hard to know what kind of capacity he's going to be in because him and that hamstring of his are just not good friends. Um, right. But it's just, very very similar to Godwin on Tampa Bay. When he comes back, he's on fire. But he go he with a hamstring, he could only last a half potentially. Yeah, and uh, very easily. And he could put he could put up ten points in that half, but then he's done. And I I think I think what Crotch is going to need is I think he's going to need Taysom Hill to run for a couple scores, and I think he's going to need Adams and Justin Jefferson two of the top five wide receivers in the league this year to have yeah. good weeks. Like if he can get, if he can get Hill to hit his projection, which is 21 and he right. can get Adams and Jefferson to beat their projections, maybe they both land in that 20 area. I think he's got a, I think he's got a good shot, but if, if they don't get in that neighborhood, then I, I think your consistency from Mark might be, might be enough. I. I am in total agreement with you. I totally agree. Um, I do find it interesting if anyone's if anyone's looking at this that um, we have Hill got twenty five points against Atlanta. Hate that guy. Uh, you know, uh, two weeks ago. So hate that guy. But here's what I find interesting, though, Danny, is I don't. You know, that's an anomaly. That was his first start, right? And I don't see, I think I see Atlanta having the advantage, right, in preparing for him now that they've seen him. And even last week against Denver, he has never been down. He's always been in the lead, in the lead uh, as a quarterback. So he, and which he's built for a lead, right? He can... He can run. He can do wildcat kind of mentality. He hasn't had to do a two-minute drill. He hasn't had to, run, you know, pass down the the, the field. And an NFL defense who's seen him, seen the anomaly, can adjust to it, can prepare for it. I would find it very surprising if he hits now his projection that was is five points more than it was last week against a decimated Denver team, you know? Um, and Atlanta's defense has been playing decent the last few weeks. Right. I I project Hill getting 15 points, at, at, at best, 15 points. I don't see this working out in Adam's favor in this particular matchup only because Atlanta saw him Two weeks ago, if this was Atlanta's first time seeing him, I would absolutely say, oh, they're not ready. 20 points. Um, so it will be interesting to see how that plays out. That little prediction plays out. But um, we got to uh, we have to move on. So that is our boy Jacksonville Jaguars versus Mark Abrams shooting craps at the Bellagio. We're giving it to shooter craps at the Bellagio. Mark, good luck, Adam. Good luck. Next up, Short Bus All-Stars versus No More Mr. Nice Guy. Incredible matchup here. Um, you know, No More Mr. Nice Guy, huge fan of the show. Um, sitting at four and eight. Again, Short Bus All-Stars sitting at seven and five, if I'm not mistaken, going Correct. into this. 
Okay, yeah. Yeah. So huge. Oh, my Lord. Look at this. A huge favorite going to Scott Papowski, Short Bus All-Stars, as we would, of course, predict. He is projected at 108, but if you lined up his team right now, they would be at, they would average 128 points. No more Mr. Nice Guy averaging lineup right now, 92 points. He's projected at 77. So some lower projections against these comparable averages, but the difference there, 30.7 points. I don't know. You just, we do have a zero out here in the um, wide receiver element for no more Mr. Ice, nice guy with DJ Moore being at zero. Not quite sure what happened to him. I think he, he got hurt, but they're also on a bye week. Got hurt, and they're on a bye week. Thank you, Stat Boy. We are looking at, we have Marcus Brown as a potential sub, Tyler Boyd, potential sub. So let's call it a standard seven points that will go four to eight. Um, it's just not going to make up for this. Well, you also have to remember Scott's got Fuller in, who's also suspended. So he also has a zero. That is, but that zero is calculated into that projection of 108. Right. Yes. Yeah. So, you know, that is still in his lineup, but, you know, we talked about that. And he, he has a couple options, but from his projection, there is just too much ground to make up on. For no more Mr. Nice Guy. When we talk about consistency, everybody, you know, no more Mr. Nice Guy threw up a healthy 123 and a half points last week to beat the number one Burgundy team, which we find extremely rare. However, we don't that that that's that was a rarity in itself. No more Mr. Nice Guy does not do that very often. Uh, putting up those 123 and a half points, so. I got to give this one to Short Bus All Stars. There's just, I think it's another one of those examples. There's too much ground to make up. They both are sitting at zeros, you know, dealing with a wide receiver issue, but there's, they have people on their bench that can get them those five to 10 points. You know, Fuller scored 30 last week, but, you know, Scott put up 120 something. I think if Scott puts up, a hundred this week he wins yeah yeah i mean buckley will need gibson to come out and have another huge day and then he'll need yeah. michael thomas to do something he hasn't done all season which is have awesome. a huge day right and then his quarterback is going up against chicago's defense and so that's not necessarily going to work out in his favor right. so he's got i mean he has a lot of cards stacked up against him this week yeah, if we're going to talk about what ifs or what could happen, you know, um, the guy I put out uh, on Tampa when Evans and Godwin were hurt uh, should have had a huge day. And he scored zero points for me, if everyone remembers that. What was that guy's name? Uh, it's, I'm drawing a blank. He, <laughs> he let me down. I cut him immediately. Scott, was it Was it Scotty Miller? Scotty, 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 Scotty Miller. I feel like uh, I remember you saying that was waiver wire pickup of the week. 
I no, in fact, I did say that. I am <laughs> Scotty Miller. Exactly. If we're talking about what if Scotty Miller would have scored 30 points that day, um, he obviously, as everyone indicated on the text message string, he did not. <laughs> uh, so anyway, that's that. Now we're getting to the last two matchups here. Washington Moonshiners playing TWA. Incredible matchup. We have a son-in-law, father-in-law matchup of the week. Well, considering those are the only two with that relation in this league. <laughs> um, we have TWA sitting at five and seven. And we have, of course, our boys, uh, Washington Moonshiner sitting at nine and three, an outstanding command in that easy triple A division. We're going to break this one down with, let's take a look here, everybody. I mean, if TWA is going to win, he's going to need Deshaun Watson and either Tyreek or Scary Terry to put up, to put up some big numbers. Yeah, the, I, I get you on that. The interesting thing here that we have to take a look at is TWA just put up 151 points and Washington Moonshiners put up 146 points. What an incredible matchup would that have been if those scores were in week 13? You know, now TWA, correct me, right, Danny? TWA has a chance, but it's a must-win chance. Yeah. Because he won. He's sitting at 5-7 and seven now. A win would put him at 6-7, and seven, providing an opportunity to get that last spot. Did, I, did we break that down correctly? Yeah, I think, he needs, I think he needs to win, and then I think he needs me to win or to okay. lose and have a really shitty day. Because I think yeah. I've still outscored him on the year by about 20 points. And so yeah. if I lose and I still manage to outscore him by 20 points, uh, yeah. I still I still would would win out. Indeed. So so he needs a lot to happen. I mean, think about that score he put up last week, everybody. Tyreek Hill putting up the fourth most 51 points uh, in the history of fantasy football. He's the fourth most high scoring wide receiver of all time. He's Kansas City. He's going against Denver. Could very well happen again. Unlikely, but very well could. AP helped him out. Deshaun Washington. Deshaun Watson putting up forty points against Indianapolis. That needs to happen. You know, he put Deshaun Watson put up forty points against last week. He's going against Indianapolis this week. That needs to happen. AP scored seventeen points last week. He's going. Against Chicago this week, will that happen? Highly unlikely. Inconsistency there. There's a lot of things going on right now with this team that repeating that 150 some odd points is going to be extremely. Was that, was that an airplane? You picked up that airplane. <laughs> yeah, that was an airplane. I think <laughs> so. I think I parked on the tarmac. <laughs> yeah. All right, sorry, go ahead. I just just wasn't sure. No, that was an airplane, everybody. (laughs) Um, So I just think that the 
the likelihood here, TWA winning because he put up such a good week last week and repeating that is so hard to do that I think we're going to be looking at Washington Moonshiners taking this down. Boom. I do. I think that's going to be happening here. And Washington Moonshiners is on the up, which I makes me a little nervous about him repeating. Oh, I God. I don't even want to think about that. You don't want to think no, about that? No, I don't want to think about that. Uh, okay. I didn't want to think about that. I was, But it's been on my mind for a couple weeks. Oh. Could you imagine? I don't, I don't want to imagine it. Then with him being a two-time champion, us each being two-time champion, does he get a spot on our podcast, or what do we do there? He can have my spot. I'd rather potentially have <laughs> him at my spot. No, I don't think so. I'm done. I'm done. I'll tap out. <laughs> I don't know. That just seems just incredibly absurd to me that someone could go zero wins be the commissioner, give us so much material, and then win two in a row, on, and win two in a row, and be on our level playing field. And you and I haven't won one in a few years. Yeah, it's been a while. I, I had a lot less gray hair last time I won, and more hair on my head. You probably had more hair. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Okay, that's a thought. We have to do everything in our power to maintain our power. Yeah. Yeah. We need we need everyone else to win. <laughs> Cheering for everyone else. Indeed. All right. Here we go. Last one. Juju, know what I'm talking about, versus, of course, our very own Danny uh, with the Untouchables. Uh, and if I am uh, an, uh, analyzing this correctly, Juju will be sitting at six and six, right? And uh, the Untouchables, of course, will be sitting at six and six. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, because I beat you. Yeah, you're a jerk. Uh, and, then, and then Juju won. So now what we have here, this could be the of the ones we've broken down that were the closest. This could be the most pro, like the most the closest projected, I guess I should say, with a nine point five favorite going to our very own the Untouchables. Now, let's take a look at this. Aaron Rodgers capable of what we say anything. Yeah. Going especially going against Philly. Yep. Philly's not strong. He's projected at twenty three and a half. Uh he's been averaging twenty eight points. I would say that projection if the average is twenty eight and it's going against Philly, I would project that to be higher. Yeah. It does depend on weather. Both of those areas are getting hit hard right now with weather. Um, we know that because it just moved through the country and it's getting pummeled. But it will be out of there by Sunday, which is game day. So it might not come into effect, but we don't know. Yeah, my hope, my hope would be that they – go up real early and then they just run the ball and that could happen that could happen yeah that's the tricky part about it is because for a shoot sometimes it's better off for a shootout right two bad defenses would be fantastic but philly's offense sucks so that that helps exactly exactly (laughs) juju's strength right now is sitting with his quarterback but it could be too strong because of Billy's Billy's offense so we have then we have Ezekiel Elliott 
projected at 10.4 going against Baltimore. We don't know then. Here's the problem with Elliott right now. With Dak going down, we all know this. With Dak going down, they're, they're teeing up on the running game. Yeah, Baltimore has this very strong defense. I count this as a loss for Juju from a running back perspective. Um, he's got Washington against Pitt. That is uh, uh, McKissick. Uh, he's that's that's a non non thing. We talked about Beasley earlier on Buffalo. That was a long shot. That's going to be iffy, if anything, at best. I mean. Um, they're number two. I forget. He's always hurt. I think he's on my John team. John Brown. Al yeah, Brown. he's on IR. Yeah, he's on He's IR. out for two more weeks. Oh, yeah. He's, he's always hurt. Always hurt. When he's there, he's fine. But when he's hurt, he's, he's done for. You know, <laughs> so Beasley might pick him up a little bit there. But not, I, I, I got this going to the untouchables for sure. Um, I don't see a tremendous amount of unpredictability here on your end. Kamara Kamara's my Kamara's my question mark. He put up he put up five points last week and Latavius Murray put up twenty seven points. So but but here check this out. So well my my yeah I get you there though my only thought was with the quarterback situation um at at New Orleans and then them facing Atlanta the second time in three weeks that they're going to have to change the game up. The quarterback will, I think he's going to have to be a truer quarterback, which he's got confidence in doing. He just hasn't had to do it yet. That's what I'm banking um, on. So I think Kamara, if I were game planning, I would be truer quarterback coaching New Orleans saying truer quarterback Kamara is being playing a bigger role because we're not going to fool him twice are you right? clapping With your hands same. well I, I was I was illustrating my um, <laughs> okay. my point by doing that <laughs> um, but yeah I was clapping so <laughs> okay. anyway I guess I should have figured that out if you could pick up a plane and try to pick up my clapping <laughs> don't worry the um, listeners I'm sure will, will love it <laughs> Love it. They, they understand my intensity here. Uh, A.J. Brown did well last week, right? So that's good. Yeah. Uh, so I'm giving this one to you. I'm giving this one to you. Yeah, me too. But it's it's going to be closer than I would it's like, I'm sure. I'm, I'm sure it's going to be closer yeah. than I would like. Absolutely will. I'll, Absolutely. I'll, limp, I'll limp into the playoffs and I'll play Scott first round. <laughs> there you go. And get smacked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, good. That's good. Yeah, that's the breakdown, everybody. Yeah, that's it's an interesting week. A very interesting week. Keep a close eye on this week. I will play no part in it. It would be great to be <laughs> you know, here analyzing it for you all. Hey, you know what, though? You can start scouting for next year. Well, that's what it's about, guys. I mean, that's you got to plan ahead, right? Yeah. Well, you got anything to go out on there, Wade? <sighs> no, not really. Um, yeah, everything else just doesn't matter. Yeah. All right. Well, enjoy the rest of your uh, enjoy the rest of your travels. Good luck getting uh, getting to where you headed to tomorrow, Missouri. No, yeah, you're headed to Chattanooga, to Chattanooga, right? 
No, no, no. Tomorrow we got to we have to take a little bit of a, a time there. We're gonna we have a five hour drive to uh, through Missouri tomorrow. We're we're stopping um, outside of St. Louis called Doctor Edmund Park. It's a nice little nice little spot there that we got to post up at, and then we'll be heading to uh, Henderson, okay. Tennessee, and Henderson, Tennessee. After that, and then Chattanooga. Uh, all right. Well, enjoy the uh, enjoy the rest of the travels. All right, my man. Oh, and then, but we're on for next week, right? We'll review. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Next week might be the last week of the season. Why would that be? I don't know. That's when we the last two seasons. The last show we did was before the playoffs. Oh, really? Yeah. And then we don't break down the playoffs? No, I think we, I think because like neither of us were really in it anymore. <laughs> so we were just, we were just like, fuck it. <laughs> yeah, I'm getting used to it now where I think we should break down the playoffs. <laughs> we're going to, we'll leave that out there. If, if, if maybe we want to break down the playoffs, we can, but, but we might just call it a day. <laughs> if it's deserving. If it's deserving. All right. Uh, all right, buddy. All right. All right. Bye.